All right, what's going on, guys? On today's episode of the Otaku Liberation, I want to talk about the true double-edged sword, and that is comparison. You know, the thing that we all do, even though we don't want to do, whether it's for better or for worse, we always tend to compare ourselves to other people, right? Um, and I figured the character this week that best symbolizes that is the main character of Blue Lock, which is Yoichi Isagi. Uh, but first, before we get into it, and again, if you're new here, my name is Nate, and you're listening to the Otaku Liberation. And this is a show where we help you break free from the chains that are holding you back in your life by connecting some biblical principles with themes from your favorite anime. Um, this is your spoiler warning right now for any of my anime-only you know, listeners out there. You maybe you're not caught up to the manga yet. Now we'll be going over some things that are coming up down the road. Uh, so yeah, without further ado, let's get into it. So. Yoichi Isagi and the main character Blue Lock, the the heart of Blue Lock himself, the the goat, right? Um, anyone who's watched the series or read it, you know, he we all know he's when he gets on that field, he becomes a different animal. And before, if especially if you're reading the manga now, if you're reading it to where he's at now, looking at it where he was before, completely, completely different character. And I think that really does symbolize how. A lot of us go through our own life today. Uh, I know, I know, for for me especially, and we guess the biggest thing, the biggest I guess chain that he had to break, and then honestly, I'll put myself out there as well, is comparing yourself to others, comparing yourself to other people, and and if you do that, it it really dampers and even just completely erases the vision of your own success. And what I, uh, let me use some examples to kind of illustrate what I mean. So in terms of in terms of Blue Lock, way back in the first selection, when uh, Isagi and his team were going against uh, Rayo and Nagi, and and for those who don't know, don't worry, I'll try to explain some of these characters. But just just let you know, Nagi is a boy genius when it comes to soccer. Like he's just started playing soccer less than a year and the rest of these guys have been playing their entire life and he's already surpassed a, a lot of them and Nagi's you know Nagi's weapon or gift you know in reference to the last episode is his insane ball control like no matter how the ball is passed to him or whatever if his first touch is always immaculate and no one can ever guess what he's going to do next and during during this during this match during the first time that they played against each other Isagi's trying to figure out okay what can he do him being Isagi what can he do in order to you know emulate what Nagi's doing to give his team the extra edge to give him the extra oomph and and what what Blue Lock really does is anytime Isagi is thinking or formulating something it does a really good job of illustrating his thought process and when he was doing this a pass was coming to him and he was trying to envision how how he could take down the ball just like Nagi. How could he use Nagi's gift in the same way that he does, in the same way that Nagi does, in order to, you know, make him to get to to get ahead, to get ahead of the game. And he couldn't he couldn't see a clear path to victory when he was doing that. Every image of him scoring a goal would just fall to pieces because he was trying to use a gift that was meant for somebody else. And he was trying to use it in the same way that they were using it, the same way that he had honed it, the same way he had discovered it. And some, if you try to come in, like this is like me trying to come in and 
you know, trying to say I seem like Brian McKnight, right? <laughs> I know good and well, I don't seem like Brian McKnight, but if I try to envision myself singing and just being as successful as, you know, as whatever, right, <laughs> as him, then that's, that's, that's not going to happen because that's not my gift. That's not me. And that's, that's what the issue Usagi was facing with at this point. He kept trying to imagine himself being like Nagi, taking down the ball with just this gentle, immaculate touch and being able to score like that. And because he was so fixated on another person's gift, it it would have it ultimately led to his, his own destruction and, and the loss for his team. Uh, and I know we can easily, easily fall fall victim to that trap where we're we don't see the blessings and the gifts that we have because we're too busy looking at somebody else's and we get fixated on that because, Oh man, if, if I had, if I had what they had, then I'll be, you know, where they're at or even further beyond. And that, first of all, that subtracts from, you know, the blessing that God's already placed in your life. Right. And cause he made all of us unique and, gave us all unique gifts and talents that he wants us to be good stewards over and to use, you know, for, you know, to help further along the kingdom and to, to better everyone's life here on earth and to glorify him in heaven. But if we're too busy focusing on what other people are doing, then we're left just, you know, <laughs> our, our gift is just left to die, more or less. It's going to wither and wither and wither away until we eventually lose it. And again, it's going to lead to some self-destruction. And that was something now granted, most of us have, you know, you got a willing a lifetime to figure that out for ourselves, right? To figure out, okay, we can't just copy somebody else's gift and expect to be able to use it just like our own. Um, but in Sagi, in this case, he had mere seconds, like literally the ball was coming and he had to make a decision whether he was going to try to take it down using someone else's gift like Nagi, or if he was going to real realize how to use his own gift. And and I was, when I was I was sitting, sitting down writing this episode, I came across a scripture, uh, Galatians six four through five, and it, it goes so let each person examine his own work, then he can take pride in himself alone and not compare himself with someone else, for each person will have to carry his own load, and all and all that's really saying is that you have to examine yourself, you have to do only what you can do. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing because you're not them, right? You know, the only only thing in life that you have complete and utter control over is yourself and how you how you do things, how you react to things, what is at your disposal and how you use it. So if you are too busy fixating on what somebody else can do or what or or even flip the coin flip it. If you focus it fixate on things that you can't do, then the things that you can do are never going to be developed. You're never going to get anywhere. You'll be stuck in this vicious cycle of, you know, of envy and jealousy and self-loathing and, you know, and just all the, the just the negative things. You're just going to feel worse and worse and worse about yourself when you shouldn't have to, because I mean, at the end of the day, you're, you're doing this to yourself. You're, you're comparing yourself to other flawed people, right? Everyone has their flaws. Everyone has, the things that they're good at everyone has the things that they're bad at and just because they seem to be on top of the world using their gift and being at this place that doesn't mean they, they don't have their own struggles too and i know that's something that we all 
tend to forget, especially in the age of social media and things like that. Now, you know, see all the highlight reels and just, you know, no one, I should say no one, most people don't show the bad side. Most people don't show the negative. Most people don't show the struggle that, um, that occurred that needed to happen in order for them to get to the top. And when you're comparing your, when you're comparing your low point to someone else's high point, then your, your vision is going to be skewed. You're, it's never going to line up. It's never going to seem right. It's never going to seem fair. And I just, I just, I just don't want you to fall, fall victim to that. Because I mean, like we always say, life's too short to be focused on what you can't do or what someone else has. And because honestly, you'd just be sad. You'd be miserable the entire day. I know I was for the longest time, just trying to compare myself to to other people and people who are more successful than I am, who are doing more than what I'm doing, who know what it is that they want to do and what they're meant to do. Right? That's what my biggest thing was: is just knowing what it is that I'm meant to do. Now you're gonna know it right off the bat. Probably not. You're probably gonna fail multiple, multiple, multiple times. But in the end, it really doesn't matter. As long as you learn from it, because you shouldn't look at them as failures. You should look at them as you know as opportunities. You get the opportunity to learn. Okay, I'm not so good at this, but now I know that I'm not that good at this, so I can try something else now instead of always wondering what it could have shoulda, right? Because the biggest disappointments come from not. They don't come from failing. They come from never trying. The what if I would have done this? What if I wouldn't have went there? What if, what if I would try this? You know, the what else would eat you, eat you, and eat you alive. But if you just put yourself out there and do it, and you fail at it, you just know, okay, at least now I know this wasn't for me. You know, maybe this business venture wasn't for me. Maybe, you know, maybe sports wasn't my end all be all like I thought it was. You know, now let me pivot and see where I can go from there. And and honestly, you'll know. You'll know what, what your guess you're in this niche, your type, whatever it is that gets that gets you up in the morning. You'll know what it is because it'll speak to you in a different level. It'll speak to so it'll speak to your soul versus your brain, right? Because it, it's something you just wake up and you just know. All right, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do, and I'm gonna do it because it makes me happy, for no other reason than for nothing else. It, it makes me happy. It gives feel like gives me purpose to my life. And once you're in that, once like once you're in your bag like that, then you won't you won't even be concerned about what everybody else is doing because you're so involved in that. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but for us humans, we don't like to be uncomfortable. We like to be in places that make us feel good than to do things that make us feel good. So if you're doing something that you truly love and you're utilizing you found your gift and you're utilizing it to the you know, to the maximum potential, that's going to feel amazing. So you're not even going to want to look at what everybody else is doing. Heck, even though obviously you want everybody to look at you, what you're doing, that, hey, you know, man, uh, you know, Nate's so happy you're doing this over here. Why? How's he like that? Let me, let me ask him. Let me talk to him see what, what's going on. And that, that feeling of just being at peace of, you know, not worrying about what everybody else is thinking, what everybody else is doing. It really, really just speaks volumes and it does does wonders to nurture your soul. Um, and so I think the beginning of that is to shift from comparing yourself to others and compare yourself to, you know, to the, to yourself. You know, I say no, no other words to, to say it. Compare yourself to yourself. And what I mean by that is compare yourself today to how you were yesterday 
you know, I'm a firm believer that we should strive to be, try to be better than we were yesterday each and every day. Uh, it's as, as little as 1%, right? Because there's 365 days in a year, most years. And if you get 1% better each, each and every day, that's 365% better <laughs> a year from now than you are today. And, you know, I'm no mathematician, but that that's a lot. <laughs> um, and... I mean, it sounds simple and it can it can be harder than what it sounds like, but it doesn't have to be right. So um, (laughs) I know I know a lot of times people try to overcomplicate things and really try to make, oh, man, I got to do this. I do that. Got to do this, that and the third. Like, no, you don't have to and say because the only thing you have to do is just to find something to get better at. And if you don't know what to get better at, look look at the people you were just comparing yourself to. So instead of looking at their high points and just you know being envious and jealous of them from a from from far off, why don't you reach out and talk to them? Say, hey, I'm dealing with this. You seem to have it all together, even though we all know they don't. But let's just say you seem to have it all together. What is it that you're doing? What is it that that helped you get to where you are now? Where are some things? And I understand most people, most people are more than willing to tell you what helped them to overcome whatever, whatever issue that they've had, whatever shortcoming, whatever, you know, whether it's imposter syndrome, whether it's um, an addiction, whatever it is, you know, just again, self-loathing, anything like that. They were more than happy to share that with you because they don't want that to happen to somebody else. And what you can take from that is to take the notes, take the tidbits that they've given you and see how you can apply it to your own life. Uh, now, tying time it back to Isagi. Isagi did that with two characters in the series. Excuse me. Well, actually, uh, I, I guess say three, three characters in the series where two of which are they essentially have a similar gift to Isagi himself. You know, how he's able to read the field and, you know, and the players and, and basically control the pitch. But they're just at a higher level than what he is right now. And those characters are, again, are Ren. Uh, again, if you're anime only, you've, you've already met Ren. And then Kaiser, who we're going to be later on. And both of those characters have similar abilities to Isagi. They're just dialed up to, to 11. And whereas before, Isagi was trying to imitate, you know, like Nagi's ball control, a skill that he does not he does it's not his gift and he couldn't he can envision his own success now he's okay and now he's taking he's taking a step back and reflecting it's okay i want to get to ren and kaiser's level what can i do what can i take from them in order to improve my own game so from ren he started copying his cooldown routine to 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 see you know to get into that same mind space right because if you want to be the best you have to imitate the best and Isagi just he was just stuck on like white on rice, right? And just really trying to get into that mind space and to really and just to observe Ren and and essentially study him. Because keep in mind these two guys are rivals, but Isagi has the mindset of, look, I'm gonna be better than I was yesterday, so let me study and see what it takes to be better. And and actually with a, another character, Bombaro, who he did even before with Ren, uh, after. Uh, Isagi had Baro join his team. They were they were going through a practice, and Baro was doing this insane warm up routine, just real high intensity to build up his stamina and his, and his physique. And 
Isagi Isagi realizes his shortcomings is his physicality when it comes to the rest of the players, right? Mentally, he's he's above most of them, but physically, he's honestly about average compared to the rest of the guys. So he that's another that's another area he wanted to get better at. So he decided, all right, let me let you know, me just hop in with Baro and, and and get the training and get it done. And again, it's simple things like that, just making the decision to be willing to change, right? To be willing to take a step back, look at yourself and realize your own weaknesses and then doing something about it. Cause it's the doing something about it part that makes it <laughs> difficult because it's easy to say, Oh man, I just suck at this. I just I can't do this, I can't do that. And you just sit there and throw a pity party. But the real reward real what comes with hard work. Anything in life worth having requires hard work and that especially applies to yourself because in the end of the day if you're not going to work if you're not going to do anything then nothing else is going to work for you so you have to be willing to take that first step you have to be willing to step out of your comfort zone to do what you need to do in order to again just get better and it doesn't have to be this grandiose change every day. Like if you're trying to stop smoking cigarettes, I'm not saying just quit cold turkey today. Just you know, th- throw the packs out in the garbage and then never look back. Some for some for some people, maybe they could do that. But I know for the vast majority of people, that's not how life works, right? And if you're just if you're trying to compare yourself to somebody as a who, I mean, I, I haven't smoked. This who says I, mean, I haven't smoked in 25 years, something like that, and you comparing them to how they are now to where you are now when you smoke three packs a day then you know the division the again it's going to be skewed but if you just if you make the promise to yourself okay i'll just smoke one less cigarette today and then so instead of doing three whole packs it's two packs and all but one of the last pack and then the next day okay you smoke two whole packs and all but the last two and just slowly but steadily chip away at it chip away at chip away at it and then I promise you, you'll see, you'll see a huge difference, and not only yourself, everyone else is gonna see it too. Like you'll, you just have a different glow, a different radiance about about yourself, and 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 honestly, that's all it is. Is so I really wanted to break down this whole thing about comparison and the good and the bad of it, right? Because comparison, good, the positive comparison where you're comparing yourself to the past version of yourself. You're striving to get better and better and better, right? And first, the negative type of comparison where you're being envious and jealous of somebody else, someone else's successes, someone else's high points when you compare them to your low points, right? And I mean, there's a positive way you can compare yourself to others too, and that's you know it it breeds some kind of you know healthy competition to want you to push to the next level, right? And then it comes in again to just asking, okay even asking yourself or asking them what are they doing what are they doing each and every day to either become the best or stay the best you say the hard part isn't getting to the top it's staying up there right as long as as long as you possibly can now you're going to have some 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 slippage you're going to take a few steps back but the the important thing is is to not go backwards right you can stumble you can fall you can take a few a couple steps back but don't turn around and go back to what you were doing before because then you just erases you know the hard work that you started to get to this point and nobody wants that right i don't think anybody wants to go back to being worse off than what they are than what they are now 
and I mean honestly I mean that's 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 all it is every each and every day just try to get better wake up to saying okay today I'm gonna do something that's gonna better myself you know whatever that looks like whatever that looks like for you um for me personally I'm trying to start taking cold showers consistently again each and every day I hate it I hate it so much <laughs> I really do but when you when I come out of it especially after after my morning workout and stuff after after a nice hard workout and a, a cold shower you come out you get dressed and you just it feels so refreshed and Honestly, a lot of a life is a lot like that. You know, you go through the things that you don't want to go through. You go through the stuff that you just absolutely loathe, you hate, you don't want to do. But on the other side, the reward is just so it's so worth it. It's so worth it. Um, but yeah, so that's all I got for you guys today. Uh, again, thank you, thank all of you for t- tuning into today's episode. I pray that you got what you needed out of it and that you learned something new about yourself too. Now, again, for those who are, who are new here, uh, every every episode or so, I'm going to go on over a, a different character from the anime that I'm covering. Uh, again, this season I'm covering Blue Lock, and today was uh, the main character, Saga Yoichi. Uh, but next week, when I'm, going to, I'm going to be going over the <laughs> the dancing boy himself, uh, Meguru Bachira. So if you know, you know. If you don't, you'll find out next next time. Uh, feel free to subscribe to the podcast and leave a, leave a review. Uh, I would love to read you guys' comments because it really helps me improve each and every episode. And it, just like I said, I strive to get better each and every day, each and every day, whatever little tweak I can do. Um, so, yeah, again, that's pretty much all I got for you guys. Again, always remember, you are the main character of your story, and that story doesn't end until he says so. All right, be blessed.